I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. How do I share my screen? Um, you see the little thing on the bottom that says share your screen? Oh, I see it. Yes, all right. So welcome, okay. no, friends. No. It's PowerPoint night. Okay. I'm very excited. Yeah, I am. Um, so oh, here we go. Okay. Because it is like a special occasion, I opened up cotton candy IPA that I've been saving. Oh, yes. I'm actually yeah. wearing a dress for once. I've used a, a good pint glass that says, hey, careful, man, there's a beverage here. <laughs> All right, Zach, let's go. Introduce your topic, bud. I'm trying to, is it full? I don't know. Anyways, um, my, what was I doing? I did a collection of politicians just going, like, batshit insane. Is that the Dean screen? Yeah. The ages, yes. <laughs> I am. Um, I'm actually very curious because, like, I want to see how much. Oh shit! Is there a way I can see the stream and do this at the same time? We will. Oop, wrong one. Figure it out. I promise. All right. Um, here's mine. I'd say I'm sorry, but I'd be lying. Mine's definitely gonna require apologies. <laughs> Here we go, you. besties. Oh, shoot. AO3 terminology. Yes, I will elaborate, and that is a threat. Y'all can see this, right? The stream is shut off for me. Yep. Yep. Wonderful. Look at Lenny, look at that. Hold on. By the way, are interjections welcome during presentations? Yeah, sure. Have at it. I didn't know if we were. Huh? Yeah, no, they're very welcome. All right. Uh, yes, okay. I will elaborate, and that is a threat. Let's start with a definition, shall we? Fan fiction. What is it? So, also known as fix or fanfics, derivative stories featuring the characters, settings, premises, etc., based on an original source material, but written by a fan of said material. It is a form of what is known as transformative work, 
designed as an expression of appreciation and exploration of the canon material. No profit is made from the production or distribution. Very important. Next. Start with some types and definitions of different kinds of fanfiction. Here's what we've got. We have the, the AU, an abbreviation for alternate universe, a story in which there is often a major plot, setting, or character deviation away from the established canon, which is where you get your coffee shop AUs, your modern AUs. Uh, for example, a show like What We Do in the Shadows, there could be a human AU, so an alternate universe where everyone is human. Crackfix. A lot of fun. Stories in which completely ridiculous, unbelievable, or insane things occur, often without reasonable explanation, generally written shamelessly and with no excuse, other than just wanting to have fun, and they are called crackfix because they usually seem like they could only have been written while on drugs. Which often leads to the tag in some stories, crack treated seriously, where somebody realizes that what they're uh, writing is particularly ridiculous, but they are going to take it seriously rather than acknowledging like, yeah, this is just like, you know, to be funny. Drabbles. Short fanfiction's exactly 100 words in length, double, triple, etc. if you're doing precisely 200 words, precisely 300 words kind of just a challenge to confine yourself in like oh let's see how let's see how descriptive and precise i can be in this short amount of time i say but, that's that's a fun challenge it's very much like writing abstracts for yeah essentially and then ficlet uh complete short story usually only a few thousand words long essentially just a short fan fiction continued fluff stories or scenes in stories where there is no angst or often any real plot advancement. Just cute stuff. Very pleasing to read, in my personal opinion. Lots of adorable things. Not tons of depth, usually. Um, yeah, and again, can be within the context of a larger story or just here's a cute little scene that, you know, didn't happen in XYZ movie, but would have made sense to happen. You can, okay, so gen is kind of interesting because you can, on AO3, you can sort by pairings, but within that drop-down menu, when there's M slash M, F slash M, F slash F, multiple, gen is just stories where there's no romance, no sexual content, could have some background or implied pairings, but mostly, it's kind of just the equivalent of like a G rating. It's just... You know, nothing particularly romantic or sexual is going to happen. It's more plot-driven, usually. And then HC. I write a lot of this stuff. Abbreviation for hurt slash comfort. The presence of emotional or physical angst of one character followed by emotional or physical comfort for another character's. I don't know what's wrong with me. It's fun to beat up my favorite characters. No, it's totally, like... I really loved, I think it's the, I don't know if it's the second, first or second Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movies from the 90s because Raphael gets like really hurt and then everyone's real concerned about him. I'm like, there's something very nice about that. You understand me. I think it's so funny that we are having this moment because you don't understand the impulse to write fan fiction at all. I mean, I can appreciate it. Doesn't mean I gotta write it. Entirely fair. No judgment. Continuing. PWP. Abbreviation that can mean either plot, what plot, or porn without plot. 
yeah, little to no plot, usually highly explicit in nature. 99% of the time when somebody tags a fic PWP, they mean porn without plot. I, I rarely see the first abbreviation. I only ever see it, honestly, on fanfiction.net, which is an older website, which the tagging system, the filtration system there is really not as good as AO3, but that is where a lot of the X-Files stuff is because the X-Files kind of like invented the notion of the online fanfiction archive. So benefits and detriments. Anyway, moving right along to a one-shot is a story that can be read and understood in full without having read any other prior story. Already finished, written completely, not going to be continued, not related to anything else, usually posted all at once. And then, you know, a short story with two or three chapters, two shots, three shots, uh, other terms that I see people use. And then we have RPF, which is a fascinating can of worms. It is an abbreviation for real person fiction, stories written about actors slash celebrities rather than the characters that they play. And these are super controversial. Because on the one hand, you have, you know, a teenager has written a story, I wrote a story about touring with my favorite band. That's pretty harmless. But then you get to the things where people are like sending actors like explicit fan fictions that they have wrote about that actor like with their co-stars it's like really creepy and really dicey some fan fiction websites don't allow rpf some do kind of just depends on what you're looking for but very controversial moving along self-insert fan fictions or a can refer to a character or a genre of fanfiction. The genre is a story containing a self-insert, which is an original character that deliberately and purposefully represents the author of said fanfic. So if you're talking about the character, you could, like the character is a self-insert. If it's someone is tagging this like self-insert fanfiction, it's like this is a fanfiction that is most likely written in second person to allow the reader to kind of imagine themselves as the character. Slow burns. Stories featuring characters who gradually and naturally fall in love or lust before beginning a romantic or sexual relationship. There are so many memes about finding a hundred thousand word slow burn at 3 a.m. and then just having no choice but to read the entire thing in one sitting. Um, I have done that many a time. It's just how it is. Um, smut. What a lot of people immediately think of when they hear the term fanfiction. Stories or scenes containing graphic sexual content in which any plot or character development that may occur is incidental to said content. Anything that's tagged with smut, it could be like, if there's a story that has like, you know, like a lot of drama, a lot of overarching plot, usually people will warn you in like the author's notes at the beginning of a chapter if there is going to be explicit sexual content but if it's but if a story is straight up just tagged like that and nothing else that's all there's going to be good to be aware good to be aware brooks you might know some of these <laughs> canon mm -hmm. cannons and fanon so canon established Elements established by the original source material, the book, the TV show, the movie, whatever, 
uh, either plot setting, character traits developments, pretty much anything. Headcanon is the personal belief or interpretations about canon by an author or reader that they make up to explain or account for some aspect of the actual canon. Not officially supported by the source material tends to not necessarily... You can't prove it wrong, usually. And... Yeah, it could be about past, present, future. Uh, could be shared by others if they are particularly believable. Does anyone have any of their personal headcanons that they would like to share for anything? Can anyone think of any examples? Because God, do I have so many. I'm trying to think of one. I mean, I feel like most of the time it's more about when a series like ends or something like that, you can kind of make up what you think happens after mm -hmm. that point. Yeah. It'd be more where I go with things. Yeah. But I don't know that I have a specific example. Well, without one of mine, spoiling my, head of something. my personal headcanon is that uh, Laszlo, from what we do in the shadows, does not just make up for her every day because she's a vampire, so she can't use a mirror. Oh, she, has no, she has no reflection. So that's a headcanon of mine. And then Fanon is a common plot or character element that was not established by the original source material, but is generally accepted to be true by fans anyway. So, I can't, I don't know, there was no example from a fandom that I have ever been in, but there have been instances where... Uh, you know, for example, a character's first name is never mentioned, but everyone sort of collectively agrees on a first name for said character. That's Fanon. Yeah. Alright. Canon compliant. Oh, man, I wish there was a better way to... I wish it wouldn't turn off my stream every time I, like, click the slide over. I will edit around it, though. Anyway, canon compliant is a work that does not contain characters, events etc. that didn't occur within the original piece of media can also refer to pre- or post-canon speculation that lines up with the original media. So something that like makes sense based on the information that you eventually wind. Like if somebody writes a story that's set either before or after the official canon, if it makes sense based on the information that you have as like official, then it's considered canon compliant. And then canon divergent slash canon divergence is a work that does contain characters, events, etc. that didn't occur within the original piece of media, can be used to refer to alternate universes, to stories that start out canon compliant, but eventually introduce new characters or plot elements. So say you don't like, you know, you like a character, but you don't like the way things went, you know, with their overall arc. You could start from a place of like, you know, here's this scene where, you know, XYZ bad decision, in my opinion, was made with the writing, so I'm gonna start with this scene, but then have it go differently. Canon divergence. Uh, Pre-canon, events that take place before the established time of the original work. Post-canon, events that take place after. By the way, at least from my end, it doesn't look like your the stream is being disrupted. It is on my end, which is annoying because I'm the one who's screen recording, but this that, that's I... a me problem. Uh, I was like, oh, you don't have to edit, it's fine. I was like, oh, wait, yeah, never mind. <laughs> that's that's on me. It's fine. One of my favorite things. Ships and shipping. Exciting, exciting. 
Okay, so an OTP. OTP is an abbreviation that stands for one true pairing. It is an author's favorite relationship pairing in a fandom. OT3, same as the above, but it's a thruple. Rare pairs. Always Rare a sucker pair. for them. Which is... Ugh, can never find the things I want to read. But a character combination that is not often seen in a given fandom and only has a few dedicated fans who ship it. But the fun thing about being a rare pair fan is that you can wind up being, like, part of the, like, backbone of that, like, subset of shippers if you're, like, one of the, like, two people that actually writes fanfiction for them. That's always fun. Um... Ship, short for relationship, ship. a romantic or sexual pairing of two or more characters in any given piece of media. And then shipping is the act of supporting slash enjoying or hoping for a relationship between those two characters. Sometimes people ship characters Sometimes that have literally never met in canon. But, you know, that's what fanfiction's for. Brooks, you know all about this one, too. <laughs> So, it comes slash. from a very special series to me. Yes, it does. And I learned, I, you talked about, which, which class is it that you talk about this? Like, that this actually comes up in? Like, in your legitimate, like, um, in your college course? My media entertainment class. Hell yes. So. Because we talk about fandoms in that class, and, yeah. Exciting, exciting. Uh, slash is a story with the presence of a male, 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 homosexual relationship featuring at least one canon character may or may not include graphic sexual content. The term slash fiction was derived from the slash used to indicate the specific characters paired off, originated with Kirk slash Spock fanfiction uh, when the original series of Star Trek was airing. Other terms for slash include femme slash, slash but with two women, and then Yai and Yuri are just the terms for slash in anime and manga fandoms so essentially like literally the exact same thing just for a very specific type of fandom other abbreviations and terms so a slash n abbreviation for author's notes and author's personal notes about the story writing experience whatever else they really want to talk about usually included at the beginning sometimes at the end of of a story or of a chapter of a story. AO3 is formatted in such a way that the author's notes are like, there's a separate box that you type them in. You don't really see the A slash N abbreviation anymore unless you're on fanfiction.net because it's an older kind of just like straight up HTML um, input system. Um, beta basically just the word for an editor in fanfiction circles, also referred to as beta readers. So if someone says, hey, I'm looking for a beta, that means they're looking for an editor to read their fanfictions before they publish them. Betaed versus unbetaed work. So if your work has been betaed, it has been edited. The fun thing about <laughs> unbetaed works is that there's usually a fandom specific tag that will say something along the lines of no beta, we die like X instead of we die like men. So if it's Star Trek fanfiction, it'll be no beta, we die like red shirts. Uh, for Our Flag Means Death fanfictions, I've seen no beta, we die like Carl. There's always a fandom-specific no beta, we die like X. That's when you're posting an unedited fanfiction and just whatever happens, happens. Um, Dubcon. 
portmanteau of dubious consent. An explicit fanfiction containing borderline non-consensual sexual contact, whether implied or described, which doesn't necessarily refer to the presence of assault in the story. This can just be if somebody's writing a story where, you know, two characters get smashed at a club and hook up and, you know, maybe in real life that would be a little bit sketchy, but, you know, it's, it's fiction. Flame. Inflammatory uh, remarks made about an author or their work. Uh, generally don't see this one as much on AO3. That's kind of another old fanfiction.net term, especially uh, in like the, you know, first couple works that an author is posting. Usually in the author's notes, he'll get a please note flames or something like that. I haven't actually seen that one on a current fanfiction in a while. Oh, I put that on there twice. Sorry. Um, NSFW, that's kind of just a general internet thing at this point, but not safe for work. Stories or images that contain elements, usually of an explicit sexual nature, that make them inappropriate to be opened in a public domain, such as one's place of employment. So another way of just indicating another. like you know people tag something nsfw is just another way of indicating that hey there's going to be graphic content in this story that you are you know about to click on um ooc abbreviation for out of character used to describe characterizations by an author that are not those established by canon standards um that'll usually pop up like you see that more in the author's notes or like in the tags when someone knows like hey i might be getting into kind of like dicey territory dicey here this territory. like this might be something that's uh you know outside this yeah, character's outside normal range of like what they would do so like let me know or i don't see it in reviews a ton because that's kind of just mean um OC, abbreviation for original character, non-canon character created by the author that is featured prominently in the story, and then that can be further broken down into OFCs and OMCs, uh, original female characters and original male characters, so that'll usually be in the tags of a fanfiction, especially if they're like, if someone is shipping a character with a character that they have made up, it'll be like, you know, um, trying not to just continually reference what we do in the shadows but you know whatever it'll be like nandor slash ofc if they're like making up a girlfriend for him or something like that continuing plot bunny a random and often uncontrollable story idea that pops up out of nowhere and demands to be written the bane of my existence i have a document on my computer that is just a bunch of random story starts and I, there is no way that I, in my human lifetime, will be able to write them all. This is what I live with. Podfic. Not actually something I do, which is surprising considering that I do this podcast and I am also such a massive fanfiction nerd, but it is a form of transformative work in which fanfiction stories are recorded in audio using the podcast format. So stories can either be read aloud by the author themselves or by another fan with the author's permission. I have yet to actually dip my toe into the world of podfic. Who knows if I will? That's yet to be seen. Oh, okay, bye. <laughs> oh no. Well, that's not good. For some reason, my computer has just decided to lose its mind. Oh, that's fun. Yeah, I'm trying to fix it. Alright. Well, shall, shall I continue while you do that? Yes, please. It's restarting the Discord. Oh, yes. 
Um, so R&R is an uh, abbreviation for read and review, a way of asking uh, viewers to leave comments on your story. Haven't really seen that on AO3, mostly see that on FFN. Um, yeah, pretty self-explanatory. And then our rec is short for recommendation, a story or list of stories that one is encouraged to read. So if you see somebody asking for fic recs, they're asking for recommendations. Or if somebody, like, you know, publishes a list of a bunch of titles, it's like, here's a fic rec for everybody who, you know, likes stories containing, you know, XYZ elements or whatever. Squick. Possibly offensive elements in a story which may cause feelings of disgust or revulsion in the reader. Uh... You'll usually see a warning that's like, don't read if BDSM squicks you, and the tags are in the author's notes at the beginning of a story. Um, UST and RST, abbreviations for unresolved sexual tension and resolved sexual tension, respectively, used to indicate the presence of either in a story. And UST, as a term, originated with the X-Files fandom, Mulder and Scully. <sighs> Anyone who's familiar with that will understand. And then WIP, work in progress. A story that is not yet complete. If that is posted, um, they may be actively going, uh, undergoing revisions or updates, or they could be abandoned, which always sucks, especially if you're looking on a fanfiction website that's been running since the 90s, like FFN, because, god, the feeling of reading a really good story and then looking at the, at the description and seeing that it's not complete and that it hasn't been updated since, like, 1998... Ugh. Not ideal. Funny, we use that same abbreviation in knitting for works in progress. I love it. Yeah, I feel like that's one that's not exclusive. Like, the abbreviation of work in progress is definitely not exclusive to fanfiction, but it's one of the ones you will see most commonly, especially people complaining that they have too many works in progress. Like me. Mm -hmm. And cite my source. Uh, some of the definitions have been paraphrased from uh, user Moonbeam Predilections fanfiction terminology list on angelfire.com. Uh, a lot of them also, just from my own experience, I have spent so much time on fanfiction websites, it's frankly embarrassing, but, you know. Does anyone have any questions? You were excited to teach. I was really excited to teach. And now you guys have no excuse to not know what I'm talking about when I start talking about fanfiction. Oh, sure. I memorized every single one of those terms. <laughs> Shut up. Just saying. So it's quite possible you'll say a thing to me and I'll be like, what? That's fair. But at least now you'll have some foundational knowledge. So any questions, anybody? Are you going to post the PowerPoint slides? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to post them for audio listeners, too. I know. That's what everybody always asks in class, though. Are you going to post the slides online? You know, sometimes you just can't write that fast. I always post them so people will stop asking me, so. Yeah, there you go. Purely self-interest. Oh, I forgot. I had a little thank you for listening slide. Aww. I go. do not have any such, like, concluding slide. There she is. What is all yours? It Click doesn't matter. I, I, I put it up so that it's visible on my computer. <laughs> I see it now. Uh, yeah. Wow. 
thank you. I, I did my best. I was really, really excited, like, embarrassingly excited about that. <laughs> That's the most excited I've ever been making a PowerPoint in my entire life. <laughs> yeah, I would say the same about mine as well. I absolutely love that. Um, Zach, I've thought of a potential workaround. I okay. can click through the presentation for you. Yeah, if you can find a way to... Because I have the dual monitor thing going on. If you want to just drop that in the podcast Discord. Sure. I definitely wanted to see, like, Brooke's reaction to this stuff, because she actually will, like, remember a lot of it, like, right off the bat. No, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm very excited. Yeah, if you just drop that in the I should be able to um, narrate. What's your... Do I have your email? It's not popping up. Oh, here. Let me send that to you. Have I ever emailed you before? That's just such a weird question. That but is like... a weird question. <laughs> but no, I don't think you have here. I'm sending it to you personally. <laughs> Okay. Hello. Being okay, stretched. <laughs> yes. Ooh, my bones be crunching. What is? Yeah. Want to be on the pod? Okay. All right. You want to rub a box? Okay. Oh, there we go. I guess we have emails that came up. Oh. Um, okay, I just sent it, so I don't know if I have to, like, give you permission yes, to it. it. I don't know how this works. Okay. Make sure I can slideshow. All right. I will do the stream for you. Oh, oh, this is me. Okay. Yeah, politicians going goblin mode. You were supposed to be first, but we had some technical no, difficulties. Fine. We figured it out. All right. Are you um, ready? Let me, yeah, let me see if I can't send it to myself so I know what's, like, coming next. Oh, wait, actually, no. You know what? If I just click through it, it's not like anybody's seeing my screen, so I can do whatever. Yeah, no, you're fine. I do it my end of things. Okay. All right. Um, so, yeah, if we want to go to that second slide where we started... Winning the youth vote. Oh, sorry, one after that. Yes, oh yeah, because I forgot we're not including that. Winning the youth vote. Um, people in government do some whack shit to win the votes of young people. I love it. Um, so, we go to the next one. The background on this... Okay, perfect. The background on this is 2018. Congresswoman Sanchez is running for Senate. Why is it? There we go. Uh, Congressman Sanchez is running for Senate against then California Attorney General Kamala Harris. And we got this moment, which you can play whenever, that is going to live in history forever. <laughs> so there's a clear difference between the candidates in this race. <laughs> oh, oh, the cringe. Yeah. Um... Not to spoil it, but Sanchez didn't win. Yeah. Kamala Harris went on to win the Senate race. I don't think that helped her. 
I think it was one of those things where she was behind in the polls and was like, M- might as well. Any press is good press. Yes, any press is good press. Get people talking. Um, if, if we go on to the next one, this is... Ms. Harris. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, it does that. Ah, there we go. Um, just some sort of background on this. This isn't so much Paul Ryan dabbing, but he didn't have to actually dab. Um, then Congressman Roger Marshall was getting sworn into the U.S. Senate. His kid tried to dab in the background, and Paul Ryan stopped him, leading to this town hall exchange. You know... I actually do know what a dab is, okay? Just for the record. It's it's this, you know. I do. So politicians need to stop dabbing. And it gets worse because we move on. You know, I actually do I know what a dab really is, wish. okay? Just for the record. It's it's this, you know. I do twice. It'll start playing the video every time. Fascinating. Okay. Um, yeah, 2016 election. Um, Secretary Clinton goes on Ellen. And then you can dab. And she learns how to dab. And then Mrs. Clinton, you can sign a bill, and then you dab. (laughs) That's it. Dab. That's all. All you know is the name name on there. Yeah. Yeah. There was so much to choose from, from this particular, um, interaction and the last one i know i've definitely mentioned it before it's clinton as well um this is a shout out to bridget because (laughs) i'm the only one who plays pokemon go yeah um hillary clinton said this and then the world kind of went to shit so it lives in infinite creating new it it does (laughs) i don't know who created pokemon go But I'm trying to figure out how we get them to have Pokemon go to the polls. That's a good one. That's my senator in the background. I relate to that guy in the red shirt who was just absolutely awestruck when Hillary Clinton dropped the phrase Pokemon Go. I don't think I saw it. Watch this guy. Wait, can you play it again? Yeah, here. (laughs) I don't know who created Pokemon Go. (laughs) <laughs> I'm trying to figure he's like out not even listening but he heard Pokemon Go and he's like yeah no my man was not ready for that wow you you learned something new in your own slides I know amazing um, so now we move on to chapter 2 oh, oh, oh yeah I forgot I sort of mentioned this but these are all broken down into chapters and sections so Beautiful. we're on to chapter 2 which is corn dogs and basically the Iowa caucuses again what we do for votes um and we can there's no videos in this one it oh. is just oh. nobody looks good eating a corn dog you can flip through this at your own pace honestly it's just kind of people doing everything they can <laughs> to get oh to God. get a vote yeah no. um, See, when it said corn dogs, I thought you were talking like people that are corny. Oh no, corn dogs. It's literally corn dogs. I was there is a 
such a rabbit hole you can go down here because then you can expand it to people eating hot dogs and then people eating fair food and like literally you can make a whole powerpoint just on people looking insane trying to eat iowa county fair food um, but this one okay this one is very funny because people falling down is simply funny people. right so this is kind of where I started having some fun with it. Um, so Carly Fiorina here was just announced as Ted Cruz's running mate. She had dropped out. She is um, probably the shortest lived running mate in the history of like presidential politics. She made it about a week before Ted Cruz dropped out. Um, but before that happened, in that little window, she is announcing Ted Cruz and just kind of... It's not even... The fact that she fell, it is the way that she falls. So, and I know Brooks knows what's coming. But no one cares. Help me welcome your next first family, Heidi Cruz, your next first lady, Carolyn and Catherine, and the next president of the United States, Ted Cruz. <laughs> she just disappears. Literally, just and the funniest part is how nobody helps her back up. Ted Cruz is just <laughs> doing his thing. It takes her about 15 seconds to get back on the oh stage, but like she like dematerialized. She goes. Yep. No, down. literally just she, like, like despawned. The ground. Yeah. And it's like it takes um, her so long to get up. You wonder what she's doing down there. Like, how far down did she fall? Did she I hurt know. herself? Yeah. Like, she getting trampled. Oh my well, god. The, if you. Like, if you look at like the heads of the people in front of her, it doesn't look like she's that much higher than them. Like, so then maybe she just like <laughs> really ate shit. I have no idea. But the fact that he does absolutely nothing to help her up is probably the funniest thing. And <laughs> just very on on point. Yeah. Um. But the this next one is very old. This comes from the 2000 elections, and this is Labor Undersecretary. Uh, Gary Bauer, who ran for president in the Republican primary. Um, so we're definitely going back a little bit. But he basically has a slick surface because it's all maple syrup. And we got that. Yes, he did catch it. Whoever says politics is boring is lying. Oh no, I don't think politics is boring. Like this. And also like the literal like fist fights in the Taiwanese parliament that happen regularly. Oh, oh, we will get to yeah, anyways. Oh, fantastic. Um, Next slide. Yes. I don't really know what to put for a picture here, so we're just going to move past this really quick. But this is basically politicians now yelling at their voters. Um, this one's very recent. Love it. Big fan of this one. So the background on this, Beto O'Rourke is talking about AR-15s and school shootings, and somebody, not a supporter of his, um, laughs during, like, laughs while he's talking about this. So we get this interaction. And knock him down dead up against kids at five feet. It may be funny to you, motherfucker, but it's not funny to me, okay? Okay. Things we love 
to yeah, see. Yeah, no, I'm it. honestly kind of a fan. Yeah, like, yeah, no. 10 out of 10, in my personal opinion. Um, Chapter 4, Section 2 is the main man. Oh, boy. Um, Who just has a total bro down with the guy. I'm assuming this is Iowa. I don't actually know where this is, but... Um, we get well, you got yeah. Damn liar, man. That's not true, and no one has ever said that. No one has heard that. You see it on the TV. No, I know you do. And by the way, that's why I, I'm not sedentary. I don't. I get up and and, and no, let, 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 let them go. Let them go. Look, the reason I'm running is because I've been around a long time and I know more than most people know, and I can get things done. That's why I'm running. And you want to check my shape on? Let's do push-ups together, man. Let's do. Let's run. Let's do whatever you want to do. Let's so to summarize in 30 seconds, we're we're calling him a liar, calling him fat, and then we're challenging him to push-ups. <laughs> so yeah, we love wow. so he was talking about like Hunter Biden and laptops and whatever other stuff is getting turned on the internet. But if we move on to chapter five, this is kind of the general I didn't didn't really fit anywhere. Kind of a smorgasbord of all right. People, um, people going crazy. So <laughs> I had to include a picture from RuneScape because I was like, it's that random. So that's where that's from. But the moment that sank the Vermont governor's <laughs> Vermont governor Howard Dean's presidential campaign is this one following you know Iowa. You know something? If you had told us one year ago that we were going to come in third in Iowa, we would have given anything for that. And you know something? You know something? Not only are we going to New Hampshire, Tom Harkin, we're going to South Carolina and Oklahoma and Arizona and North Dakota and New Mexico. And we're going to California and Texas and New York. And we're going to South Dakota and Oregon and Washington. Michigan, and then we're going to Washington D.C. to take back the White House. Yeah! <laughs> um, I, it's it's so funny. I was talking about this with, with some friends in the car with with Anna and her mom, and um, one of the things that did not make it into the PowerPoint. There, there's just so many ways we could have gone with this, but like, was was. Uh, uh, Dukakis in the tank. Um, I wanted to put that in. I was just kind of running out of room. But yes, should Bridget. I know what that is? Um, Massachusetts <laughs> Governor um, Dukakis running for president after Reagan's two terms. He's running against Bush Senior, and basically rode around in a tank. And oh. became like a laughing stock. Okay. And he probably should have won that election. And then this happened, and everyone's like, "Why are you in a tank?" And then yeah. nobody took him seriously. Um, I, I can I can see how that happened. Yeah. So, a anyways, this was good times. Okay, <laughs> this guy. This is Robert John CEO, Herman Cain. Ran for president in 2012 was at one point leading the polls in the primary, the Republican primary, 
And um, he, I don't know, he had a way with words. Shucky ducky. This sounds like a shucky ducky kind of crowd on a shucky ducky kind of day here to support an ah shucky ducky kind of candidate. Um, okay. Quadruples down on it, basically. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, he <laughs> actually died last year, two years ago, from COVID. Um, oh, there's a whole subreddit called Herman Cain Award, which is, like, people refusing the vaccine, and then somebody posting on Facebook that this person has since passed, and then their Facebook is full of, like, I won't, like, anti-vax memes. Amazing. So um, his legacy lives on. Yes. Yeah, no, nobody's forgetting Herman Cain. This, <laughs> um, okay. Obama was known for his dad jokes. Love it. And I had to include them. This is during the turkey pardoning. Um, so I naturally had to include a dad joke of my own. But we, um, we got this. I think the funniest thing is how he just embarrasses his kids all the time. Time flies, even if turkeys don't. I know it's pretty good. I know. <laughs> you think it's funny too, don't you? The funniest part about him is not even the joke. It's the fact that he finds it so funny. Honestly, and he is numerous, Yeah, no. Literally. And I know, like, it's so funny listening to Crooked Media and hearing the like, speech writers tell like the backstories behind a lot of these interactions and a lot of the things he said and a lot of the things that he didn't say that they tried to get him to say and... who do you think wrote that in there oh my god i mean that 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 sounds like a love it yeah joke i now like i know he had more than two speechwriters, but like out of all of the speechwriters i know that just has love it written all over it there is no way he did not write at least some of the turkey pardon jokes. Well, Love It said, like, that was his, one of his primary responsibilities was inserting jokes. Yeah. Um, it's so fun. I wish I remembered what the event was, but he said there was some event and he was, like, not sold on the joke. It was a terrible joke, but he didn't have anything else. So he gave it to the president and he just looked at him and he was like, no, and sent him back. And he had to come up with something else on the spot like he had like wow. 40 minutes before the president was supposed to go out and he had to like rewrite this thing and so uh <laughs> that's, that's yeah pressure i i would say so um the next video is from november of 2015 um our man donald trump hosted or at least it was a feature um with a featured guest on snl and took part in this little hotline bling parody. You've been waiting for this moment. Well, people, here it is. Dads are getting in on this. Teachers getting in on this. Your tax guys getting in on this. Yeah. You used to call me on the cell phone. Some people dance like this. Call me on the cell phone. And my favorite part about this is just how uncomfortable he looks. Yeah. Yeah. And this whole thing. 
Gross. And then he proceeded to make a career out of ripping SNL. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, this one is recent. This is from the 2022 Ohio Senate primary. Um, so we have a little, I don't know. We have a native Ohio in here. First of all, um, Shane So basically, Josh Mandel was the front runner for a long time um, in this race. He was the former Ohio treasurer. Treasurer? Yeah, treasurer. And he was running, and one of his opponents was at the time Mike Gibbons, who's like a business guy. They were both actually leading in the polls at one point. Um, Josh Mandel is like in his 30s or 40s, and Mike Gibbons is in his 70s. He's twice his age. And um, we got this like throwdown on TV. I understand it fully. No, you don't. I do. You've never been in the I private sector in your life. All right, gentlemen. I've worked, sir. Josh. Squat, Josh. Yeah. Josh. and I rap. Don't oh, tell me I haven't worked. Don't tell me I haven't worked. You, you don't know squat. It's okay, right? You don't know squat. Two tours in Iraq. Don't tell me I haven't worked. Off, buddy, you're gonna you back off. Oh, come on, come on. Never, never, never. Let's sit down. Never. Watch. Watch. We'll swear it away with the wrong dude. No, no, you're dealing with the wrong dude. You watch what happened. You watch what happens. I would love to see the interaction between them after the cameras went off. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's what they do when the cameras are on. Yeah, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, the fact that he got like two inches from his face and he's like, do it, you won't. Yeah. In a Senate debate. Um, I'm assuming you guys have seen this video before. <laughs> Like, I feel weird but saying that I love it, this video, but, like, I do. I love it so much. Yeah. And, like, I it's say so this as a per like, George Bush can choke, but, like, this video is so violently American. I, yeah, yeah I love it. It couldn't, the, see, here's the thing. There were so many different George Bush videos I wanted to include, but again. Um, he was great for then, entertainment value. Yeah, yeah. We must stop the terror. I call upon all nations to do everything they can to stop these terrorist killers. Thank, Thank you. you. Now watch this drive. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? 
For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. All right. <laughs> Unreal. Now watch this. I just, I'm so here for it. Yeah, I don't, I think that's a uh, very, that's a very appropriate title. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Like, how do you transition out of something like that? I cannot you tell don't. you. Which is why so I I'm feel sure like that happened. Are, I'm sure there are a lot of people who became vice president who had, because they were, you know, in, in the military or in conflict, had ended up shooting or hurting somebody. But there have been at least two vice presidents who shot people while they were the vice president. Um, which... It's not a lot, but it's weird that it happened twice. The first being yeah. Aaron Burr, um, who shot Alexander Hamilton, the former Treasury Secretary, which is the equivalent, which is the modern equivalent of Kamala Harris shooting like Larry Summers um, in, in in a duel. Um, but the second one is when, um, actually speaking of Bush, I, I didn't do this intentionally, but um, is when... Bush's vice president, Dick Cheney, uh, shot his friend in the face with a shotgun while they were hunting. And um, Turning now to our throwback three. Yeah. That's a quick look at some of the other noteworthy stories from this week in history. 13 years ago today, Vice President Dick Cheney shot his hunting buddy <laughs> in the face. Look at that headline. Duck, it's Dick. Cheney was quail hunting with Harry Whittington in Texas when he accidentally fired a shotgun, not realizing it was pointed at Whittington. Uh, needless to say, this was an embarrassing distraction for the White House. Cheney called it one of the worst days of his life. Thankfully, Winnington did recover from his wounds. I like how Cheney makes himself the victim. Yeah. Yeah. But... Just never get over that story. Oh my god, no. Um, lastly, we have the international portion. I love it. Of the slideshow. Um, wait, wait. Actually, can we go back? Because yes. I'm curious if Brooks knows who that is. I sure as hell don't. Yeah, I don't think so. That is Tommy Vitor. Is it? Yep. Who is that? <laughs> Sorry. That looks Tommy. Really <laughs> that is Tommy Vitor. Um, Tommy Vitor was Obama's um, NSC spokesperson, but he also hosts a. a, a podcast that brooks and i like and he gotcha. co-hosts pod save the world which is like the oh, international gotcha gotcha um, eyes now that you mention it but yeah yeah 
I just I love this picture of him so much. Also the 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 Fenway hat, like everything about it is just it's so amazing. So the first guy. Oh. Well, okay. First guy, Boris Johnson. Yeah, Boris Johnson. There's there's not really any explanation needed. The man was perpetually in goblin mode. Oh, um, I think I know what this next video is. I think I've seen this. Yeah, and it's a delight. second one is the um his so it's basically his successor. Um, nobody talks about her as much because she's not named Boris Johnson, but she is literally also the foreign minister or foreign secretary. Like Boris Johnson was a for, was the foreign secretary before he became prime minister. She's now the foreign secretary and next in line, basically. I, I mean, they still have to vote, but she's expected to win. And it's just kind of a treasure trove of gifts of the world. We import two-thirds of our cheese. That is a disgrace. The Irish tea sock. We will be taking into account our high standards to make sure our farmers are undermined. In December, I'll be in Beijing, opening up new pork markets. Okay. <laughs> Can't wait for her. Um, and next up, we have Scott Morrison. Um, <laughs> oh, this Scott guy. Morrison, yeah, was <laughs> prime minister of Australia before um, he lost re-election. But apparently, in 1997, he shit himself in a McDonald's. And there's a plaque at that McDonald's <laughs> commemorating <laughs> the fact. So That's incredible. <laughs> There was no way that that could not be mentioned. The second to last one, um, but I wanted to sing is continue. Is yeah, um, we have a little bit of a language mix up here. We have French President Emmanuel Macron and the former former Australian Prime Minister uh, 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 Turnbull. Um, and yeah, we got this exchange. I, I don't know where it happens, but I start at the beginning. Wife for your but, welcome. Um, perfect organization of this trip. Thanks to you and Lucy. Thank you very much, Thank Mr. You. Prime Minister. Thank you very much. Oh, yeah, no, I think we, we may have missed it. But I wanted to thank you for your welcome. Thank you and your delicious wife for your warm welcome. <laughs> the perfect organization of this trip. Thanks to you and Lucy. Thank you very much, Thank Mr. You. Prime Minister. Thank you very much. Thank my, um, my. My understanding is that in French, the word for delicious and delightful is the same word. Yeah. And so you can see how we got here. Um, the the last one bef before you go, Bridget, you can probably see it, but in the event that you can't, I'm wondering if you could guess who is next, who is gonna round out the PowerPoint. Oh. Like like. It, if you can see it, then 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 then, then that's one is thing. Is it Boris but... Yeltsin? No. I'm mean, joking. Wrong. I, I I I had choices. But... <laughs> uh, is it somebody Russian? Close-ish. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Let's let's just. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, our favorite worst dictator. Um, yeah, hell of a name, though. Oh my God, yeah. And there's no, I mean, again, so many things I could pick, both from this particular segment, <laughs> but also just in general. But I went with the like stereotypical classic, like overly ridiculous strongman. As you um, should. And we got this. <laughs> I thought it was going to about... be the clip of him eating shit on a horse. <laughs> See, I was thinking about that. I was thinking about the one of him, like, rapping about sports in Turkmenistan. I was oh like... God, yeah. That whole or, segment... Or the... But, oh my god, gold. no, you could pick anything. Um, I love the one of him like riding a bike and shooting a gun, like it's or just Or the one where they say he's like doing donuts around the like Yeah. <laughs> giant oh, oh, yeah. fire pit. I for yeah, because there was like a rumor he was dead. Yeah. And then he's like and he's he's like, No, you can clearly tell he's alive because the person driving this car is him. Trust us, it's him. Like Okay. So anyways, politics is not boring. Um, I would agree. So we get stuff like this. Based on this PowerPoint, I would say I agree. Thank you very much, Zach. That was wonderful. All right. End stream. Brooks, it is your turn, bestie. We're going to take um, a, a great detour from what has been covered thus far. Amazing. Um, apologies in advance. <laughs> okay. Like, I expect that from Bridget, but like. Yeah, I mean, oh. I said I was not sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, what are we getting into? Get my. It's fighting me. It doesn't want to put it on the right screen. Hold on. Oh, I almost got it. There we go. Okay. Um, so I've never done this on here before, so let me see here. Interesting. Oh, no, okay. I got it. <laughs> Wonderful. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, yep. Okay. Watch stream. Now, I don't know if I've shared the correct screen or not. Ooh. Okay. You, you have my, you have my attention. Do you see it full screen on there? Uh, I see a thing that says format background. Yeah, I see that as well, and a lot of control buttons. There we go. Yeah. What? You see it? I see that. Yeah. Yeah. Full screen. Mm-hmm. Or not? Wild. It's not full screen. Can we just? Can we just promise to not look at the slides as they come? Because I, I actually genuinely do want to be surprised. I'm actually just going to... Oh, you're seeing... You just see my background now? And now I see a thing that says slideshow. I don't understand how this thing works. Click from Try clicking from beginning. But you still see the slideshow? Yeah. Wild! What but what about now? Now I just see it. Try cl okay. try clicking forward. It's, see what it's happens. Popping up on the wrong monitor. Like that's what I was saying. How about now? Try clicking forward. 
try clicking something now. Like click forward. Do you not? Do you see it full screen? It's like blinking, but yeah, it's full screen on mine. It I don't understand. Bizarre. You still see like all the stuff? Yeah. No, it's gonna ruin it. Well, hold no. on. Like, try click it. Try going to the like moving forward to the first slide. In presentation mode. Did it change? No. I don't understand. Oh wait. Uh... That's no. kind of working. It just won't let it go in presentation mode for some reason. I don't understand why. That is absolutely bizarre. Are you are you cool doing it like this? Um, I suppose. Let me try one last thing here. Take off the presenter feel. I don't know if it's confusing it. If it makes any difference, I'm just not going to look at any of the slides that are coming if we can see them, because I genuinely do want to be surprised. Yeah, no, I want, I want this to be a surprise. This is fun. Yeah. You can't see them now? Nope. Nope. Okay. Well, yeah, I guess this is the best we're getting. Alright. That's very weird. Well, I um, thought about trying to test can, it out in advance. Uh, you can get rid of the... Click the thing up, like, that says, like... That thing, yeah. Get rid of the ribbon. There you go. Oh, there, there we go. That actually looks perfect. Yeah, perfect. Hit me okay, super. Well, you've already seen the topic here. I am so excited. You have no idea. This is just so, a how well does Brooks know us. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so... A few things to preface it first. Obviously, I, I, I said before, I wanted to choose a ridiculous topic because I do serious topics, like, as a living, you know? And so I wanted to be very silly with it. Um, it's very visually based. Love it. That's primarily where the apologies are coming from. Okay. Um, you'll see why. Oh no. Okay. <laughs> oh no. Um, and also, I, I want to say this is not necessarily an exhaustive list. I had a lot of things off for the sake of time. Of course. Um, I was going to make a slide of honorable mentions, and then I forgot to do it. Happens to the best but, of us. Um, and some of these things may not be accurate. They're based on essentially things that I know each of you likes. And. Uh, what I thought, you know, if you bought a bunch of money, what would you spend it on? And specifically, non right? Because I feel like most people are like, oh, yeah, if I won the lottery, I'd like pay off bills or whatever. And it's like, lame. Yeah. That's not if what you we had want to, to talk about. Yeah. If you had to waste it on stupid things, what might you purchase? So we're going to start here with Bridget. Exciting. First thing. A fancy schmancy samovar. You're so right. <laughs> this thing cost thirteen thousand dollars. I so would. But and it have to come with so a tea long. set. <laughs> oh, it does. That one does. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, this is extremely yeah. accurate. It took me a really long time to find a picture of a woman using a samovar that wasn't um, like watermarked. Love it. And I, I told you, I put a lot of time into this, and it's mostly because of finding pictures and editing <laughs> pictures, which they're all pretty much edited the same way, but not all of them. You'll see. This is fantastic. Very top purchase, fancy sandbar. Correct. But, oh. Off to a great start. 
another home in Russia, and a jet so you can make quick trips there. Now, my initial thought was, oh, you'd probably just, like, take a lot of trips back and forth, but it's like, yeah, if you're going to take a lot of trips back and forth, you know, uh, whether you're living there or living here or whatever, you're going to travel a lot. Um, So you don't want a house. You don't want to stay at a hotel. And then also, I was like, yeah, private jet, because it's easier than booking flights. Now, what if you're thinking, oh, yeah, but the environment. Well, I mean, so if you're taking a commercial plane, you're taking that with a lot of people, which makes it less terrible. So that just means that every time you take your private jet, you have to bring, like, tons of family and friends with you. Hell yeah. They can all stay in your giant, um, that's actually a palace in Russia. Hell yes. <laughs> I'm so here for this. You're, yeah. You are batting, I don't remember what... batting 100 right now. I don't remember. Um, actually, that would be terrible in baseball. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, if you're batting 100, you would oh. be out of the majors so fast. <laughs> I don't, yeah, okay, batting 1,000. If you're batting 1,000. Yeah. <laughs> a bitch is dumb. What can I say? And I, I don't remember what order these are in because I rearranged them this morning too. So um, I don't know what's coming next. Amazing. Oh, that's <laughs> a not. So this is where these ones aren't bad yet. But there are some things in this slideshow that I couldn't find actual pictures for. So I had to rely on AI generators. <laughs> And so in this case, um, the one on the left there is Bat of Sour Cream, which is, you know, pretty close. Um, the one on the right, I tried to look up Sour Cream Fountain. Incredible. It didn't give me. But believe it or not, that bathtub full of sour cream was an actual image in Google Images. Okay. I mean, I specifically Googled bathtub full of sour cream to find it. but This is fantastic. And then I got a picture of your head with a little heart hearts over the eyes because you love sour cream i do thank you i again um no misses thus far um i would think maybe you would put it in a baby pool and go swimming in it too and just like open your mouth and enjoy it that is such a mood (laughs) but way too much time (laughs) oh wait what happened i hit the wrong button i guess there we go absolutely and lots and lots of time you need to go with that sour cream um that AI image is supposed to be raining Pelmini. I wanted it to be Pelmini falling from the sky. It didn't really get that. She tried. She you tried. can see that center one has like a little bit of rain sort of coming down in the middle, but other than that, um, it's just some awkward looking Pelmini. I absolutely love this. This is incredible. Corgis! Yep. Lots and lots of corgis. A farm of corgis so that you can go and lay in the field and be mobbed by corgis everywhere. Their silly little butts and their splutes. Uh, just their little wet noses and licks and... Their little ears. Oh my god, yes. Wonderful. Yep. 11 out of 10. It would be a corgi paradise. So picture yourself laying in that field of corgis. Just all of them running around being oh, corgis. I love it. This is so exciting. Oh, yeah. A house with a dedicated reptile and amphibian room so you can have all the pets you want. So Fantastic. Um, the, the image on the left there is what I got when I googled McMansion. Is that accurate? 
Yeah. <laughs> Which on the right um, is an example of someone's reptile room. And then you could have your lavender hog nose and your Russian rat snake. Oh my God, wonderful. <laughs> the thing is that house 100% exists in like Niskuna. It literally does. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. I was like, man, she wouldn't want like a full size like palatial mansion. That would be really extreme. A McMansion. And yeah, the palatial it, mansion yep, is yep. in Russia. Yeah. That she visited. Yeah, yeah, no. That's, yeah. yeah. In literal palace, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I mean, so really, this might actually be the, the second home, and the one in Russia is the primary home, but... Possible. But definitely, you would have a reptile room. I, I guarantee that. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Mind-boggling amount of old lady crap surprise. Yep. <laughs> the... <laughs> Sorry, the AI images... On the right, from what I got by putting in old lady crafting. Incredible. And their faces are haunting, especially that woman in the center. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing with the AI. They can never quite get the faces. Oh, haunting. Oh, yeah, just like Odo on uh, Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Yeah. He's a shifter, but he can never get the faces right. Um, but you would probably also have maybe like a, a dedicated room for your crafts where you have the various cross stitch things and probably lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of beads. Hell yes. Every single kind you can think of and you can make whatever you want. Yes, 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 yes. Ah, Broadway season tickets and your very own helicopter so you can get there and back quickly and you can go whenever you want. The fact That's that really this smart. is the like three musicals that I have not shut up about in your presence. The research, the work, I am blown away. Right. You are so correct. Yeah. I, initially, I just grabbed like, um, I Googled like Broadway season tickets and it came up with some like, you know, oh, here's an example of these are the eight shows you would get with this season ticket. I'm like, well, no, no, none of these are right. It's like, I gotta put our favorite ones. Oh my God. <laughs> Amazing. None of these are yeah, but you could so very easily go and just make a quick evening trip by helicopter and Oh my god, amazing. Yes. That's a cool yes. helicopter too. The time I put into this, like picking the right helicopter. <laughs> was it just the first helicopter? I'm so honored. <laughs> I spent so much too much time on this. Okay. Oh, that was supposed to be hidden because I couldn't um <laughs> This was a draft slide that was supposed to be hidden in the slideshow, but since it's not in presenter mode, uh, presentation mode. I mean, are you wrong? No. Because <laughs> I put them on there and I was like, yeah, but what, I mean, what would I actually, you know, like, what would you actually spend money on relative to them, you know? Yeah. And I was like, well, I already have so many slides and so I'll just kind of leave that I would one. just buy my way but... onto various shows that I'm obsessed with. Yeah. Something yeah. like that. <laughs> but that was it just got put on there and i was like i'll come back to it and i never did amazing so. incredible no notes <laughs> that's why like these were stream of consciousness they're in any particular order i was just like okay here's a bunch of actors that she you know loves and i was like i'll add the other ones in later and we'll come up with something amazing yeah okay what do we got oh a state-of-the-art gaming computer hell yes I don't know if you can see my note at the bottom of the screen, but it says apparently that gaming computer on the left cost thirty thousand dollars. 
oh, that's 100% the kind of thing I would do if I had a million dollars. You're so right. Yeah. And look at the sweet, like, screen set up there. Oh, yes, the Scorpion Can I put your chairs. little noggin on there? You got thumbs up? Hell yeah. This is so wonderful. I think you would bring back the Twin Peaks Festival. Yes. The fan festival in Washington. They stopped doing it in 2019. It's officially, like, done according to them. Oh, But... And, and that, right, like I always wanted to go, but it's not a thing anymore. So mm. if you had cashed a bird, maybe you could bring it back. Yeah, no, I totally would. This is this is very accurate. Right? You could go back accurate. and have some time. Oh, yes. I know you don't like coffee, but I will have the damn fine cup of coffee. Hell yeah. It's okay, I'll bring you with me. Uh, your own film production company, right? But you can produce whatever you want, but I imagine you're also going to make horror films specifically. Oh, hell yes. Now, Absolutely. the reason I... The reason I texted you yesterday and Is asked... Is you... Man? Yes! <laughs> no, I'm, I'm aware of the meme. I'm aware of the meme. <laughs> because that's where he gets into Skungili Man, is that episode that I asked you about, the Slenderman episode. I think I might have listened to that one out of order, just for funsies, but I can't okay. remember. Yeah. But I think one of the movies that you would make is the world's first Spongeli Man movie. Amazing. Yeah. You know what? I think that that's going to be cool. You know, I'm just going to pitch that to Henry Zabrowski right now. I don't need a production yeah. company. That's an artist's rendition of the Spongeli Man. There were several, but I liked that one the best because it reminds me of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. It does have very similar vibes. And yeah. I love but it. But you definitely production company. <laughs> and this is what made me laugh when I saw your topic. You're <laughs> publishing house and then you could read like people's fan fiction online that you liked and then like publish those people and then I would and... add those to my library yeah and then you could also publish your own I wrote that publishes only the most bomb ass fanfic and I said including yours indicating that yours is in that category Oh, thank but you. but I have the archival logo oh yeah and when I saw your topic I was like oh that's that's in mind fun little synchronicity yeah. there yeah and finally, I don't know why. <laughs> if that's just the vibe I give off, then that's just the vibe I give off. So, if you recall, when I was sitting in your living room, starting this PowerPoint, I just kept laughing to myself for no reason. It's because I was writing silly stuff like this that just popped in my head and I had no reason for it. <laughs> but when I tell you the fun I had giving you laser eyes... It took, I'm not even going to tell you how long I took on that to find the right uh, laser beams that I could erase the background from. And I'm so honored. This is incredible. And the AI of souls of my enemies. Okay. That brings us to Zeph. Oh no. I'm so excited. What's it going to be? Oh my god. And again, I don't remember what order they're in, so I'm surprised along with you. This is like the most affectionate roast that apparently is the most tattooed man in the world um i covered his face with your face but he has like really big gauged ears and his whole head is covered in tattoos as well damn um but yeah i mean i figure you still got some real estate and if you had tons of money to burn you're probably gonna fill up that oh real God, estate yeah yeah I think she was as far as me. Mostly Sakani, but like, um, 
if you had like limitless funds, you could really buy like one of every pair of shoes and try them out and like I could. Although honestly, I feel like I would just stock up on like the Triumph twenties and well, then, that's what like, I like. Yeah, and then like never have to buy new shoes again. Just like the same pair. You don't you even have to worry about it. Ooh, like I get made for you 20s. specifically. Yeah, yeah, I mean, because enough money, you can get a company to probably do anything. Yeah. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that one. Yeah, I just imagine like a wall of running shoes. And you're like, which color I, do I want to wear? I love the idea of that, of that though. <laughs> like, uh -huh. but, like, if I could get like all sock knees, but like all different designs, just like the same fit. Yeah. Like, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Well, yeah, because they usually release a new model every year, so you can just yeah. get each year's in, like, all the colors that they released that year. It's so bad. They're like, oh, yeah, the 20s are out, and, and, it, and it's like and it's like the new iPhone. I'm like, get out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're, like, practically never any different that you can tell. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. So psychological. Mm -hmm. That's how they get you. What have we got next? Oh, a house in Providence near the water. Because I yeah. think I would like that. Yeah. Especially, like, on the right with the beach and everything. I could see her running along there and just... 100%. <sighs> it is the best of all worlds. I Man. have to be by the water. When I when I looked up, like, Providence houses, like, beach house Providence houses or whatever I put in there, I just spent a lot of time looking at the pictures, like, oh, this looks nice. I'll just <laughs> pretend that I'm yeah. really doing this. <laughs> and it was hard to pick pictures. Yep. <laughs> was... This was one that I wrote shortly after I wrote Bridget's uh, Souls of Her Enemies. <laughs> I think I was just in a weird mood in that particular moment. Love it. Um, but yeah, an army of huskies to repel your sled and vanquish your foes. Can they um, go on the private jet to Russia to visit the homeland? Oh, absolutely. Right? I mean, well, it's Bridget's jet, but I said oh, yeah. absolutely. Hell yes. Okay, yeah. sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Hell yes. <laughs> I don't know how many times I pasted your guys' face onto things. <laughs> I really lost track at some point. <sighs> ah, a closet yeah. full of crewneck sweatshirts. And the number of crewneck sweatshirt pictures I looked through to pick ones that I enjoyed. Um, <laughs> I think most people don't go past the first page of Google image results. What pages did you get? <laughs> But I saw the purebred one first, and I was like, yes! And so I clicked on it, and it's, you know, similar images as, like, the other one. is like... Incredible. But yeah. Um, and that is an AI image, because I couldn't find a picture of a closet full of crewneck sweatshirts. And it was pretty close on that one. Yeah, no, honestly, the that's, fact pretty, that that's has... pretty solid. Yeah. 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 I was impressed by that one, compared to most of the others. A fancy-schmancy chess set. Okay, is that actually 75 grand? Yes! What's it made of? Oh, I forget. I read a little bit about what? it. Um, Diamonds? Jewels? Oh, yeah, no, it was insane. It's like rare it either, materials. And... I was like, it's got to either be made of something or like come from like a palace. Like, like they carved a hunk of marble out of like an old structure yeah. or something. It was something yeah. about the materials being rare and I think also the person, like the artisan somebody famous or something like that um 
one of the ones I originally was going to put on there was like an antique historic one, but this one was way more expensive, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went on the expensive one I could find. Um, and then that one's just really confusing. There were um, custom chess sets, and that was one of them. Interesting. Okay. That's terrifying. Okay. I love it. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how that works. It's like um, 3D chess in Star Trek. I don't know how that's supposed to work. I've always wondered. I, I always see them playing 3D chess on like, on like, Big Bang, and I have no idea how that's. It comes from Star Trek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there, well, I mean, clearly there has to be a way to play it. People make it. No, there there has to be rules somewhere. But I don't know that there are. I don't because I, I think the only instances I've seen of people actually playing it are on TV shows. Yeah. Or they don't necessarily have to actually have rules because you don't see them Some play a full game. Some nerds have to have made up rules, though. But I've seen 3D sets being sold. They have to come with, like... Yeah. I don't know. I, I've, I've, I have no idea how to play 3D chess. I don't even know how to play And maybe nobody does. I don't know. Oh, Zach, uh, I don't know if I ever told you Kyle plays chess. He wants to play with you. Oh, okay. Nice. Nice. Uh, continuing the chess theme, tickets to the World Chess Championship. Yo, I actually almost went to one when they had it in New York, 2016. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and then I didn't. But I would 100% go to that, especially especially if I could save money and take the jet. (sighs) I got you, dude. It's yours yours whenever you need it. Perfect. (laughs) When I was looking it up, like, there were so many pictures of just really intense-looking dudes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... But I recognize the guy's yeah. name, Magnus Carlsen. Yep. That is Magnus Carlsen and Jan Napolniacci. Oh, I was like, yeah, I have no idea how you say that. Name. And he got positively smoked. Oh. <laughs> it wasn't even close. <laughs> now, this one... <laughs> <laughs> because I know you're like you're into politics, that's your career yeah. path, but I really know what your actual aspirations were. Like First if all, you actually want to run for it, office. Is that the Rhode Island State House? Yes it is. <laughs> I love how I know that. <laughs> I mean, it, ta- it takes money to run. It does. It's not free. Yeah. It was like, oh I need something political. I'm like, oh he'll know this. <laughs> I could do that or or I could like start like a pack and support candidates Ooh. who like have similar values. Yeah, I mean, right? But this it would is give me the, flexibility. The entire theme of this is things they would buy if you ha- if you had millions of dollars. Yeah. So you would buy a political office. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm indicating that politics is shaping this now. But you could if you had enough money. In well, see, see, this is why watching Bloomberg's campaign just like crash and burn was so interesting because that was the ultimate experiment of like, what if somebody ran for office with like unlimited money? Yeah. Well, I mean, so like, not, it doesn't even have to be shady. You could fund your campaign. Yeah, yeah. Just like, hey, I have all this money. I'm being very straightforward. I'm giving, like, yeah. I don't know how that works, but sure. Yeah, that's absolutely. Something I could do with it. I love it. Hell yes. But but also, I love the idea of spending millions of dollars 
to win a seat in the in the Rhode Island State House. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I was like, I just need something political looking, like an image to go yeah. along with the shrugging. And I was like, what yeah. would be? I'm like, oh yeah, that's a nice. But yeah, so yeah. I, I wasn't thinking about it in that way, but <laughs> yeah, I feel like yeah. I've made it to the top of Rhode Island State <laughs> government. Uh, I do like it out here. I mean, that is where I'm recording from right now. So, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like I, go. I ran, I ran by the Capitol this morning. <laughs> uh, I don't know what's next? Oh, um, yep. your own food lab. Yeah. Who, so focuses solely on new vegan dishes that are like. And so then you could, since you own the lab, like basically any new thing they make that's good, they'll just like, you know, give it to you. Built-in personal chefs, essentially, as well, which is very nice. Um, and then it. if it's good enough, maybe you can mass market it so that vegans have expanded options. I'm here for it. I am very here for that. Um, unfortunately, when I was looking at pictures for this, I just wanted to reach through the screen and eat everything, especially those tacos over there. Because like... The tacos do look good. Anyway. <laughs> ah. Yeah. <laughs> so I made you Is damn fight there. Huh? Is that pundit? I don't think that's pundit because that's Dan. Well, I mean, that's you. But is that pundit? Oh, yeah. It's me. Well, Someone has a dog named Pundit? It's yeah, Tom Lovett yeah. has Incredible. a dog named Pundit. What? Yeah. Because Dan, I think, has a dog. I don't remember. It's so bad. I don't remember his dog's name. Yeah, I don't remember either. That's why I assumed it was his dog, but... Yeah. Because I thought Pundit was lighter in color than that, but I might be misremembering. I'm also glad that I'm not Tommy Vitor in this case, because I would want to be able to talk to Tommy Vitor. Like, so, love that. <laughs> I mean, I, lo I love Dan, but also sometimes... His voice, which is why I made you, I made you down. What? Plus, it was just like position-wise, that was he was the one that was looking this way. Which is entirely valid. Yeah. Yeah. So that's you on Pod Save America, um, and on the right, that's you on Love It or Leave It. Yeah. As a guest. Uh, oh my guest god, on. I would so do that show. <laughs> like, without even thinking about it. Like, yeah, when and where I'm there. Yep. See, money can make things happen. And be like, hey, love it. I'll give you like. <laughs> Who would I play though? Because I would end up playing like an idea. Yeah. They would have to be like. They, they have to be like. And next up is our guest, like, like the student debt cancellation. <laughs> and then it'd be me. Yeah, that's very true. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it really depends on what's in the news the week that you uh, right. get to be on. <laughs> Whichever show. I was gonna put Pod Save the World in there too, but it was it didn't have enough space. Yeah, it was no. originally. <laughs> the country of Ireland. Oh, oh, just by the country. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's probably worth at least a million. <laughs> Couple bucks. Yeah. It started off like. I just put Ireland on the slide because I was like, he, he loves Ireland. I got to yeah. think of something with that. And then I was like, but what, what could it be? You know? And then I was like, you know what? 
just leave it in. Just leave it like that. Yeah. Just the country. Yeah. The country right. Because Perfect. then you could, um, you know, fix it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> How are you interpret because that? Because what could go wrong? <laughs> yeah. 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 But, you know, it'd I mean, be nice to be able to, to make things happen. And if yeah. you owned it. Yeah. I love it. Now, wait, do I own all of the island or do I own just the Republic? Or do I own just Northern Ireland? No, I didn't actually think about it that much. I was thinking, I guess, the whole island, really. That's I why, um... Keeping it together. Yeah. <laughs> Originally, my title was going to be if you each won a million dollars, and then I realized I was thinking way too big for that, which is why I just slightly changed my title. <laughs> Of course, two million. Maybe I should have changed it to billions. I don't know. Ah, I'm laughing. I did to myself while making the slides. Oh, oh, I forgot to tell yes. a reboot of Psych with you as the third best friend. Oh yeah. Oh my God, yes. I would. Hmm. Yeah. Do you know who you are in that picture? Oh, wasn't well. See, I don't, because that's from the last season, because Gus dresses up from Harry Potter in the last season, and I don't know the last season that well, because who... A major recurring character who once faked his death. Okay, yeah, no, I was like, that looks like Despero, just with the gloves <laughs> and the jacket, but... Yep. <laughs> yeah. And then, isn't it like... I, I, is that where they have to make Gus pretend he's like a pyrotechnics guy? He's like, I'm the wizard, and like... Yeah, because Sean was going undercover, but Gus was at a convention. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah, it's a heist episode, which is by Despero, famous art yeah. thief. Is there... Art thief. Yeah, but I could... Fake art I thief. I'm slightly <laughs> less sure about the you as the third best friend part, because I didn't know, because essentially that made me you have to be an actor, and I didn't know if you would be interested in acting, but... If, if it meant I got to act with them? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of what I was figuring. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> I, I am really curious about this one. Yeah, no, I, I say more right also, now. I like how the bills I'm holding are tens, not like 100s or even 50s. They're like tens. So keep it reasonable. Yeah. When I landed on this topic, the very first thing I did was, first of all, um, make the slide design with the money in the background mm -hmm. and use specific colors from the money for my color blocks. Okay. Okay, clean. Pop off. <laughs> but then the very next thing I did was like, all right, so they're going to be like having tons of money. What would be something that was kind of funny showing they have a lot of money? And I was like, oh, like, so then I Google image searched, um, like rolling in a pile of money because I thought it'd be funny to have money rolling in a pile of money. Um, and there weren't very many good pictures that could that could put a face over, but that was one I found and I was like, oh, this will work. And clearly a shirtless dude, so it had to be Zach. Um, so that was actually the very first image that got put in these slides. And then I was like, well, what am I supposed to do with this now? <laughs> I suppose I could have just put it on the title slide. Now that I think yeah, maybe. <laughs> But then the title slides with just your name just got added in today, so um so I was like, Well, sure. Fill a big pool with bunny, roll around in it, just really uh 
lavish in it. And there's uh, the customary AI image, one of which appears to be um, a dollar bill with baby legs coming out of it, which is just great. Just fantastic. Fascinating. That's terrifying. <laughs> so that brings us to, finally, just a few Ooh. of these. There were several things that I know you both enjoy that didn't fit into just one or the other. Okay. So I had to combine your fingers. Four of these, if memory serves. This is where that like four-way Venn diagram would be super useful. I'm very excited. I may have actually um, pulled up that episode yeah. and like paused it on the Venn diagram because I couldn't find <laughs> an actual copy of it. Apologies for just one second. Yeah. <laughs> Causing trouble. I've been going through closets and cleaning them out, and I have a big bag of garbage that Luna was climbing into. Ah, fun. Love it. And it was about to go everywhere. Anyhow. Um, yeah, so I actually had the screen paused on that, and I pulled it up while we were sitting in your living room, so. Oh, fun. Uh, I was none the wiser. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was sitting there. That was one of the first things I did as well. Okay. Don't you dare. <laughs> She's gonna do it again. She's mad because I haven't given her treats yet. I usually give them to you. We'll get there. Okay. Rare Beatles memorabilia. Oh, yeah. Correct. Yeah. So, um, I had a good time looking through pictures of Rare Beatles memorabilia. I chose um, this one. You can see they're all autographs. Uh, autographed on their little instruments. Um, and they're also very creepy. Yeah. So, yeah. Flint. So we, buy some, we could buy some sweet, sweet animation cells from Yellow Submarine. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I enjoy the fact that there are multiple editions of the Price Guide book for Beatles memorabilia. Hell yeah. Um, this was the most recent one I saw. There might be more, but this was the third edition that I think is, that might be the most recent. Not sure. Lots of records. Yep. Yep. Right? Like, Every record from every band that you enjoy, just make a big wall of them. And so when you want to listen to some tunes, you can just go and select from all the options. You got us there. Yeah, very accurate. <laughs> now this one, I was going to message you guys and ask if this was still controversial, kind of. I'm going to say no, at least not for me. I can't speak for Bridget, but I would still need him. Yeah, I would. I still respect his art. I would still meet him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was like, I meant to make sure, and then I totally forgot until I just saw it. <laughs> just also, I like how my guy has the tattoos. Yeah. Like, it was a tattoo. <laughs> Beautiful. I scoured the net looking for a picture of him with two fans, and I couldn't find one anywhere. And so really? I just started looking. So then I Google image searched two guys, uh, two men and a woman. And every single picture is just these people. It's always the woman in the middle. Every single one of them. Love it. It was hard to find one that wasn't watermarked. You know, proprietary or whatever. Um, yeah, so I was like, oh, which one of these will be John Mulaney? Which one will be Zach? Well, obviously, that one has the tattoos. So that's very clear to me. But yeah, you could have him come and do a show, and you could hang out with them and, you know, invite okay. whoever you want to the show. I think this is our last one. Oh, yes, it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Find 2.0, baby. Back. Bring yeah. it back right now. Bring, Bring back, back Vine. Vine. Uh, 
<laughs> I wanted screenshots of vines, but I don't know the vines, so I just picked a couple. The way of that I know every single one of them. Yeah. No. Actually. <laughs> like I like I know what the back of her head looks like. Yeah, I can hear every <laughs> single one of these. Yeah. I think I've seen that one in the very bottom left, but the other other than that, I don't think I've seen it. Amazing, incredible. But, yeah. So I, I figured that you would definitely like. All right, let's let's get this up and running again. One hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, oh my god! I don't apologize for anything. Oh, no, that was that was amazing. Um, some of the weird. I keep wanting to call Photoshop because there's not really another word for it, but it's literally just me copying and screenshotting your faces and cropping them in a circle. Um, I honestly, <laughs> I think that enhanced the whole, the whole experience for me. Yeah, I um, I wanted them to look ridiculous. That was kind of the, the idea. Beautiful. Um, Absolutely. No notes. Yeah. Yeah, and so <clears throat> I had a very good time putting it together, lots of laughing to myself, but I don't know how many hours I put into all these images and things like that, but um, hopefully it's fine that I pulled images from, like, your, uh, Instagram. Oh, whatever. Literally the audacity. It's not like it's, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's so I was like, should I ask them first? I'm like, no, but then they might know. I don't want to tip them off that yeah. I'm doing something focused on them. In general, <laughs> if I have connected with somebody on social media, they have implicit permission to go through my social media yeah. if they want. Like, you're... <laughs> absolutely i love incredible. it incredible so here that was that. fantastic you definitely win best presentation award oh yeah it's down in my Not opinion yeah and that was the very last topic i thought of too because i i had this whole list that i made in my car driving to bridget's and that was the very last one that popped in my head on the on the drive absolutely genius yeah does it actually i didn't have any rejected topics did anyone else i did I had like 15 on that list. Remember I was telling you some of them? Oh yeah. Yeah, no, I don't know why I didn't have any. Oh well. But, yeah. I had ones like why Ohio isn't as bad as people think and why being in your 30s is better than being in your 20s, but I couldn't come up with the first. <laughs> <laughs> That's dark. <laughs> I pretend I do not see it. They also they all boil down to like stability. That's, you know, you've been out the world. I mean, that's a great yeah. reason. Yeah. Perhaps like, not awesome for a multi-slide PowerPoint. It's one reason, but it's, like, a really big reason. Yeah. 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 Sorry if I took too long on that. I was going to cut more stuff, but I just... Oh, no. That was wonderful. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. That was I the most, really... like, loving, accurate roast I have ever experienced. Oh, my God. Absolutely fantastic. Well done, everybody. I think it's, I like that mine was the only one that was even remotely, like, quote-unquote, educational, but it's not educational whatsoever. That's why it's so interesting, because you had said before, like, that yours was more text-based. I was like, oh, mine's more image-based. But Fascinating. Since Kyle is the one that put these in order, I'm wondering what his, you know, thinking was in the order that he chose. Yeah, because uh, prior to Great. our little technical difficulties that uh, are getting clipped out of the beginning of this episode, uh, the order chosen by an impartial third party was Zach, myself, and then Brooks. Which I think is interesting because we went from politics to fan fiction to like actual like like personal stuff. Maybe that's why you wound up going last because you were you're 
presentation was like in the title about the other two people that are involved in this. So yeah. maybe that was like that influenced the decision. Cause it yeah, it was um a bit different, I guess, than what you guys yeah. chose. Yeah. Kyle did give you an A plus though. Oh so fantastic. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm gonna concur with that. I'm gonna say A plus is all around. Yeah. Good efforts. Good efforts, people. Yeah. I love it. No. Love absolutely fantastic. Well, we have rambled on for quite a while, but it was super fun. I'm very glad that we did. So, um, as always, thank you for fighting with us, friends. We will be back again next week. We appreciate each and every single one of you. Adios. And apologies. <laughs> Just my closing thing now. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly, Zach Calderon, and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98, at Zach Calderon, and at And Sarah Said. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch and join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the Acast supporter feature, or consider donating to our Patreon. Thanks for listening! Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.